This episode of Fucks Given is brought to you in association with our favourite intimate brand, Lalo. We actually do love Lalo. They have been giving us great toys since the beginning. I think Lalo was my first love for luxury toys. Mm, they were so good. I, I've got so many at home in my drawers and I use them all the time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> it's like if I want to insert something, I go for Lalo. Definitely. It's really important, isn't it, to have good quality sex toys because you need to be aware of the materials that you're putting down on your genitals. Yeah, I was always buying the cheap ones. And as soon as I got my first Lalo, I was like, whoa, this has changed everything. Why haven't I been doing this from the beginning? Yeah, we need to look after our genitals. Absolutely. And we we also have a discount code for you guys 20% off Lalo products for all you juicy listeners just type in come curious to zero all uppercase with no spaces for more information and to explore your own sexual desire visit lalo.com thank you Lalo thanks Lalo I'll be seeing you tonight <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to fucks given the one where we interview Cameron Welcome to Fucks Given. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And we are on a mission to revolutionize the sex space, break down barriers, and give the lowdown on all things sexy. Every week, we will welcome a special guest to share with us their juicy details about their best fucks, worst fucks, or even the fucks that changed them. And we'll also hear your guys' sex questions and your worst sex stories. We're all about celebrating your sex. We're removing the stigma around the whole number bullshit. No matter how many people you've slept with, the number never matters because the fucks given are the fucks that made us. Cameron. Hey girls, how are you? Hey. Amazing. So we met you at a little Layla event and you just blew us away with how sex positive you were and the fact that you're a mother as well was just, woo! I am, I am, I am a mother of four. Amazing. Um, uh, 15 all the way down to twins that are eight. Wow. Yeah, so it's a very busy, busy life and sort of working on how that defines me at this stage of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we did meet at a Lalo event because I am the head of sales for Lalo UK in Ireland. Oh, mm-hmm. woo, sorry, like a little round Which of is applause. really great. So it's also a huge part of my life as like a busy working mom mm-hmm. and sort of how that, uh, how sort of I live my, my life to the fullest in these kind of two roles yeah yeah. this is like a massive coincidence that you work for Lalo and you're on our Lalo sponsored like episode isn't that crazy it's actually crazy we've had you booked in for like months yes (laughs) and it's a really really good time (laughs) (laughs) when I found out I was like this is bomb it's perfect the stars align yes yeah the stars align (laughs) the stars align yes fuck number one the first fuck So my first experience was 14 to 15. It's a little bit of a haze, but there was about probably about three firsts. Three firsts? How how would you know? I was a little bit of a hoe. I was a little bit of a hoe. (laughs) Yes. Because I was just trying to figure it out. But living in, I mean, I grew up in Northern California. It was a bit rural. Mm -hmm. And with a sexual appetite such as mine, 
of course, rumors spread and such. So, of course, it was traumatizing on the back end, Mm. but not traumatizing for me because I'm like... You're enjoying it. (laughs) And this is fine with me. Where everybody else is like, what is she doing? Like, so... It's an interesting thing, my first. I don't really go back to that. I would say I, like, again, the Rolodex in the brain. Yeah, it happened and fine. Mm-hmm. Great. No fireworks. Yeah. My first boyfriend, though, mm. was around that same time. And he was absolutely stunning and beautiful. Mm. And we had a year of beautiful connection and exploration of our bodies. And he was a bit older. He was 19. Well, he was hey. an artist, a photographer, and we're still connected to this day. And he's and he's and he still lives in my hometown. He's married and he has babies and they're like grown kids now. Yeah. But it was a really great, fun relationship where I got to experience, you know, what year would it have been night in the 91 90 mm. 91 right 92 where you go to the diner you go to denny's you smoke all night long you drink coffee yeah. <laughs> you go home you have sex it was like very 90s like yeah it was like an episode of like reality bites like <laughs> why not like ethan hawk why not a rider oh plaid shirts and that was us oh my god that's amazing so around that same time so this is like 13 14 i was a really like i said kind of home <laughs> I like it. I like it. So there was two boys, yes. and and I and they were neighborhood boys, and I ended up actually um, having foreplay, no sex, mm-hmm. but foreplay with both of them together. Ooh, wow! And that was an interesting experience because I'm sure they heard through the grapevine, Cameron's a hoe, <laughs> and I wasn't like a hoe, like <laughs> like oh she's no, because I was actually really cool. Like I was an actress, I was in summer stock, I was, and and, and I was so open with mm. myself that I was like, oh, I'm the neighborhood hoe. I wasn't like that, yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure that things came through the the grapevine, oh, and of course I dated one of them for like a week, you know, mm-hmm. in the eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Or Always. what would that be here? Two year, year seven or whatever. No <laughs> so, um, right. So I ended up having this cool experience with both of them together. Mm-hmm. No sex. Just them, me just kind of laying like a lioness. Mm-hmm. And them just sort of touching me. Oh my God, that's And so feeling me. It was really oh. interesting. So and hot. I'm sure they left feeling like, oh my God, oh my God. But I was like, oh, this is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. We were literally talking in our last episode about how we all just like really fantasize about having a threesome with two guys. Oh, and you literally had that from the get go. I've had a couple with two guys. It's not my favorite thing, I have to say. And especially Why? as I got older. Because, you know, I because I'm not I'm more uh, to be truthful I'm more into girls than I am to boys Uh uh-huh that makes sense right so to have two and as you get older and as you become a mom and you give birth and all these and all of these things it just becomes gross not 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 the (laughs) gross it's not the right word there's a word for it it becomes complicated no not even this Mm. it becomes uncomfortable yeah like i don't want a dick in my butthole and in my vagina like i don't want that this is not what i want for my comfort or my sexuality Mm -hmm. or my sensuality 
And that's very selfish because mm. it's probably really awesome for them. That's not selfish. Yeah, but it's no probably way. great for them. But for me, I'm, I'm just, I, especially with the, the porn being so um, accessible to everybody, that just started becoming like, I'm not that girl. Like I'm, yeah, yes, I can do these things, but I am not a porn star. So if you want to do two, two guys, one girl, then it has to be a real connection and it has to be a connection between the dudes. Mm. And then one of them has to have some sort of like, maybe a bisexual tendency or something where it's a bit comfortable where they are just comfortable being in the presence of another man yeah yes because you can still do it when you're straight and you can do it well but there's a lot of fear and phobia that you have to touch dicks and you have to do something with yeah and you don't have to but it's it's great if you do yes and if you do it's it's okay yeah you can touch you can play who was it that was saying um one of the porn stars we saw at eroticon they were saying i am straight but i can still get in a scene and or, or i can still watch non-straight porn he was saying something like that and it was just really eye-opening for, for him being like i'm he's a straight gay. man oh he's a straight man he's straight and yes. he was like, i'm a straight man but i can still get off to oh yeah because it, porn. It's, it looks more real yes yeah well people love the amateur i mean amateur is sort of where mm. it's at yeah. right now i mean and yeah. same sex is huge and that's what it is yeah. fuck two the last fuck Right, so my last fuck was actually very interesting. It was period sex. <gasps> period yes. sex. It was period sex about 10 days ago. And um, and it was at a time where I just came back from California. Mm. Um, not going to lie, my marriage is in a rocky place. Mm. I have to say, we have... We have it's been trials and tribulations mm. but i'd be we, surprised if you said it was great i'd be like it's not great it's, it's, it's not fucking not great for, for kids not yeah. only that but also you have to say we've got a total cultural clash with he's french um we've got a racial clash he's black not that that's anything mm-hmm. but you have all of these things being raised completely different i'm a hippie from northern california mm. he is a black island boy raised in the uh, projects or council flats or if you will of Paris mm-hmm. right totally different socioeconomic backgrounds um, just night and day like literally night and day that have come together he's brilliant I mean his, his mind his body his soul say, is, four kids later listen <laughs> his mind his body his soul is everything fundamentally we are completely different and we know this and we've addressed mm-hmm. it and we know it however we love to fuck <laughs> and we have for yeah. 15 years yeah the chemistry will always be there and what keeps us kind of coming back is i always say to myself if or if you saw him walking in the door right now how would you feel and i would still have be like oh, he is so cute like <laughs> oh, when you so lose nice. when you lose lovely. however we were going to a place where like okay what's gonna happen like we've got brexit we've got this we've got that now we've got to like talk about logistics. Is this going to work? Because the boys are getting older. Is it going to work? Is it not going to work? So there's this mm. heaviness. So I come back from California, still a bit of heaviness. And then, of course, weepiness. And then the period starts. I'm like, oh, fuck, of mm-hmm. course. So the marriage is right. And so I'm trying to explain to him, like, hey, look. So there's this four week cycle that I'm having now in my early 40s where it's yeah. like one week of like bliss. Yeah. <laughs> and then next week of like, kind of crampy but still okay 
yeah. the third week of like weepiness and irritability. Oh, yeah. And then the fourth week I'm bleeding and then I'm fine again. So yeah. we need to like now fit your understand this kind of part of my personality. And during that fourth week at the end, 34th day, I'm really horny and I need yeah. to fuck. So I, he was really tired. I was really tired. But I'm like, I need to connect mm-hmm. with you. So I woke him up. It was like 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> you woke him up? Yeah. I was oh like, my hey. God, I love that. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, I was like, let's go to the couch. I'm like, like, I didn't even care. Like, my legs were like hairy as fuck. Like, toes oh not God, done. Like, bush like, uh, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I was a hot mess. Last days of my period, I like pulled that shit out, threw it in the thing. <laughs> like a tampon. Like a tampon. Like, yes, I'm loving this. Done. I should say my lily cup. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, my lily tampon, cup. Like, I bring her out suction then. cup that out. That's Don't it. throw it across the room because it will splatter the walls. That's but... it. <laughs> and I was like, let's go to the couch. And I was like up against the wall, like hands up against the wall. I'm just like, uh. He's Fuck. like, oh. And he was like grabbing booty and it was dun, 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 with it. Wow. And then afterwards, we didn't say any, it was we didn't say anything. Whoa. Like we anything. Ki- we didn't kiss. Uh-huh. We didn't even touch noses. Whoa. It was just raw. Animalistic. But in a positive way or in a negative Well, it was way? interesting because, uh, yes, while I was in it, it was positive. And yes, after the end, yes. But like, ten- like 20 minutes later, I was like... <laughs> you know like oh no and the toilet crying not out of trauma yeah or not out of anything but i was like why did i what was the purpose of that frustration where you're just like what like what was the purpose of me waking him up Mm. like did i needed to just have that angry i fucking hate you kind of sex did i need to connect with you did i did i not get what i needed why Mm. why is this not working oh my god i'm moving out tomorrow like you go through all of these things in your head um but it was it was good that we did it because from that point sort of opened back up our friendly communication patterns which is so healthy that's good it is very healthy but also a pattern that can lead for us and maybe other couples of danger where it's like sex doesn't heal yeah. It heals, but it doesn't heal. But it did open up after 15 years. It opened up another pattern of communication where I could be vulnerable again and be like, look, this is kind of how I'm feeling. Yeah. Let's talk about logistics. Let's talk about like what's going on. Let's talk about, you know, the budget. And, you know, after we talk about the budget, I'll give you a blowjob or whatever. <laughs> you know, so it's like, it's a very interesting, very interesting situation and but in the meantime during that third week as we know we've got all these cool pheromones releasing off of us mm-hmm. where i was also like on the street noticed i like let off some energy that was kind of sexy sexual and vibey and i got noticed and that felt good also yeah um where i kind of channeled that energy into like putting it back into him but i'm like do i want to vibe on the people in the street yeah like if somebody comes at me do i want to explore that now Mm. as a woman with children it's dangerous you know so yeah so many so many thoughts Mm -hmm. and feelings fuck three the best fuck (laughs) 
I read this last night. I was thinking about it. <laughs> um, the thought is nice, isn't the it? Best, it brings it like, all up. So, I, well, the thing is, it's best like, but we have to, there's subcategories of this. Yeah. <laughs> Emotionally, physically, timing. Yeah. So, so if you kind of give me a subcategory, I can tell well, you the best was one. Was there anything that like combined, like all those things? Well, there is a boy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a boy that we were talking about, the one that got away. Yeah. We d- we cannot find him anywhere. Because I have a feeling that he's like CIA or something. Oh, like, stuff. No, I'm not kidding. So his name is, I'm actually not kidding. <laughs> like he's like something <laughs> way underground. Shit. I have slept with, I mean, every race, every color, every whatever. Like I, I hold no whatever. And he's about six foot four and yeah. just like Adonis, like Ooh. beautiful and not my type at all because mm-hmm. I usually go, for, I don't go for physicality. Mm. I go for brains. Yeah. So a lot of people say, oh my God, why do you think he's good looking? And I'm thinking, <laughs> I think he's really amazing and really good looking because yeah. I'm a brain, yeah. a brain person, an energy person. They could be a troll under the bridge. But if you're like... <laughs> coming out with me like with charisma and remarks that's it and witty Mm. remarks you make me laugh yeah the humor has such a big this is for me Mm. amazing amazing so and it's not like i'm like pamela anderson i'm like just kind of quirky (laughs) myself you know so it's an interesting yeah you are beautiful girl thank you my love (laughs) right so jesse um is was a is still a like a very best friend to my best friend which is my only platonic relationship i've had in my life and still to this day like talk weekly bi-weekly amazing Uh, yeah right so they are very connected so Jesse not only came with the charisma and the physicality and the looks, but he also came with spirituality and we became really a yin and a yang. Mm. And although it was very all sexual, mm. we knew we couldn't be together for some reason, but we could never identify why. He would just right. dip out, he would disappear. Mike would be like, he's disappeared, he's gone. Nobody knows where he is. Because <laughs> he was a Navy SEAL. Uh-huh. Right. So I'm like, they still he's him. killing people. I don't know. <laughs> like, something's going on. Do you know? And then he'd like reappear. Yeah. And then he would literally like appear. He like, he it was like a John Hughes movie. He's just like, would reappear. He's just like, we're going to Mexico. Oh my God. And I'm like, all right, we're going to Mexico. Fantastic. Oh, wow. Like, and we ended up in Tijuana. And at the time, there was not no Trump and all that bullshit. You mm-hmm. could just drive over the border. You're just like, yeah. hey. No. Like, all of a sudden, you're in Tijuana. You just drive back over. It's like yeah. it's like from England to Wales. Like, yeah, duh, duh, yeah. like yeah. no big deal. Right. So we had the best time. Like, we were drinking. He was drinking tequilas out of my cleavage and my belly button. And we were oh. having sex on the beach. And, like, oh my God. it was a amazing so then he would just disappear again but it was what it was that's torture fuck number four the worst fuck so the worst right was a so when i was 
separated. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so everything's no. gone real quiet. Like <laughs> when I was separated, I have to say it was really bad. Oh um, no! And so my one of my longtime best friends um, is an actress in Oregon and writes scripts and plays and um, had an intern with her. Mm. Um, who was this beautiful boy from Bulgaria who spoke like zero English, but he was just really pretty. And it was around the time that American... Um, hustle, so, American Hustle. American Hustle. It was around this time, huh. yeah. And so I was totally in this like American Hustle, like very 70s look. Yeah. I was wearing like ponchos and it was California, so it's, you know, but I wanted to kind of channel that sort of 70s energy that I haven't had in a long time. So, um, I was the, the, I had the boys to sleep and Liz was coming through from Oregon through California to go to LA. And I was like, Oh, fine. Come through. Spend the night, get some wine. She's like, I've got this boy with me. I was like, fine, bring him in. Mm -hmm. Didn't think anything of it. Nothing of it. So her and I were drinking and we're dancing and I have all just boogie on. Everybody's asleep. And, and all of a sudden, like, I'm just feeling myself. Yeah. And this boy and I just, I think that he just, he was young. He was young, like in his maybe early 20s. Ooh. And, but, but also kind of your, like, I think maybe he's had maybe one or two. I didn't talk to him. I don't know who the fuck he is. Well, you're not, you're not there to chat. You're there for dick. Well, I was just like, oh, you're (laughs) cute. We just start dancing, dancing. He started, and he, he starts feeling himself, I'm feeling myself, mm. and then the pants come down. And all of a sudden, he's just like, it's just there, and it's in, and then it's just out, I'm just, and it's just Woo. on my tummy. Oh, like, oh no. Shit, that's no. just like, poor thing. And then, yeah. But a part of me is like, bless. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sweet. Especially if you're like, okay, I've been I through this. I know what yeah. this is like. You, you look like. Glad you gotta. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I was like, I got my rocks off with like, dancing with a really hot, cute, like, like raven haired curly actor yeah. Bulgarian boy that was wearing a shawl yeah like a, <laughs> a shawl like he was like a poncho I was like oh. right so I was like okay you got yours I got my fill you got your fill but at, at afterwards he was just like hugging me kissing me I was just oh, like oh bless him oh. painting my nails yeah. girls I was like the thing I can't is, there's, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that and a lot of people want that but you didn't want that well it, it, I, I think it just was just like, oh, let me just sit on you. Let me just dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I was like, you're a child. <laughs> what yeah. have I done? This probably shouldn't have happened. <laughs> I think like after all the kind of like rose tinted, like glasses come off, like yeah. after the sex, yeah. you're suddenly like, oh, like you yes. suddenly just have this huge like realization. You get back yes. to reality yeah. and it's just like, yeah. oh, actually, yeah, I'm not. But there's nothing wrong with that. There's, right. You know, it's all about learning and sexual yeah. Yeah. with yourself. Yeah. Like that's so cool. I think age shouldn't be a barrier. It no. just should be no. about having that fun in the moment. And it was just like yeah. really lovely girth and it was really fun. I had nothing I felt nothing I knew mm-hmm. not like I was just like oh this is more for you and fine I mean he did go down a little bit I was like Ooh. okay fine yeah try cool. cool so but it was one of those things where I was like all right you know what it's it I don't want to class it as the worst sex but it was probably like the latest episode of like oh that was just disappointment why something i was like cameron you're way too old to like you (laughs) you're too old to know you should know better yeah but it's an interesting thing about bad sex and good sex because i had 
an affair with a professor mm-hmm. who had a very small penis like interesting very okay. very small and but there was a load of connection mentally yeah. and spiritually and on so many different levels Chemically. of like lolita sort of you know, thing where i would chalk it up to bad sex but it actually wasn't because it was good sex in a way where it was the intimacy that I was craving yeah. and wanting and needing, which I'm always still kind of trying to find in life. Yeah. Is that intimacy where it's like I and now sort of like, all right, I've got the fucking down and I've got the banter down mm-hmm. and the flirting and the communication. Mm-hmm. And yes, I can I can get you to love me, I think. But where does that real intimacy lie? Where I just want you to, maybe it is like a movie, which is kind of fucked up, but (laughs) like just that lioness that I'm talking about where I'm just laying there. It's sort of that 14 year old girl that was just like- Yeah, I feel like all those sort of things are so easy to come by when you're a teenager. You're so like open to these experiences. Like when I think back to my teenage years, it was full of those intimate moments where we'd just be making out for hours and like when I think back to it I'm just like oh my god that's so hot like what am I why am I missing out on that now but did they but did they mean anything no but there was that connection Mm. like they were just very intimate and like at the time every single person I ever like had a thing with I was like oh my god I'm in love with you yeah so infatuated yes yeah Yeah. and that's that in love that in lust in lust Mm. Yeah. And that I love and sort of like where throughout the decades, where does that in love, where does that, it, what's the yeah. difference between in love and love and all the, you have yeah. to put it into these compartments. Mm. Yeah. Cause we've got so much shit going on. That's yeah. why we lose it, it. You know, yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah. But for me, I can say, I, I want you to still have these in love moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I look at, 20 like late teens 20s early 30s and and i see you in sri lanka and doing your thing and my god this is amazing i want you to be in love like with yourselves and with life and with these things where yeah and i'm not it's not that i'm old but you you do start to like no one's ever old nobody's ever old but you do start to like yes this in love this feeling of being in love where I used to look at the moon and just be in love. Like where yeah. where Amazing. where does that stop? Fuck number 5. The fuck that made me. I think because I've always been a very sexual person. Mm. Always. Like even as a young girl, I remember being very sexual and having mm-hmm. an appetite and a curiosity for sex. So there's never been a, I think my defining moment is navigating through the stigmas that that is. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've never changed or wavered. Yeah. It's just, I've had to adjust around religion, around society, around uh, the times mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. around what you know what that picture looks like and as a young woman in the 90s you I would love to be a nowadays who I was then 
because yeah. social uh, i'm happy we didn't have social media and such i mean because yeah. i am i think i am more confident oh, yeah. and more i think i am who i am today because i don't have social media because can you yeah. imagine it's so much can like... you imagine so i'm happy that i don't have it and i actually don't even put it on to my children but i th- i think that like the the beauty of women accepting body image now like i came from mm-hmm. the kate moss decade where yeah. i was oh a God. fat girl i was fat and everybody uh, wanted to be size zero the 90s everyone was, I was so skinny oh, i was heavy i was fat you should watch what you eat I'm like fat. you're a fat girl and i was a size eight like come on do you know what i mean That's so ridiculous. so that was sort of the i, I didn't i never let it affect me because my yeah. mother is a strong beautiful woman that yeah. never and curvy and gorgeous that's never let it affect me either so i never had body look i never had body issues and never had anything but because of my curves and when i was doing summer stock theater and guys and dolls and this i was always put into these characters that are like the curvy character and and so misunderstood and because of my curves, offer that sexuality and that sensuality. And the boys just didn't know what to do with it. So right. people were mean and people weren't nice and people told rumors. But because I am fortunately just didn't care, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, I was like smoking so cigarettes lucky. and having like reading Jack Kerouac by a tree. Oh my God. Like that was me. <laughs> like I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. So, which is no fucks given, which isn't perfect for the hey. show, right? <laughs> oh, a round of applause. And going, and going back and going back to that. And when I went to my 20 year high school reunion, people were just like, we, and I was like, oh God, I don't want to go. Like, I didn't really know. But everybody was just like, oh my God, we, you were everything. We just didn't know how to talk to you. We oh, didn't wow. know how to, you yeah. were your own oh, curvy been... sexual person. Yeah. Like I just wanted to make you must out. Have I was intimidated, like intimidated, like the fuck out of people. You have to go back. And I've always been a lone wolf. Like I don't have a. I've never had like a friend group. I've mm-hmm. always been like the one to. I was friends with the stoners and the jocks and the blah, 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 blah. like I just yeah. kind of navigated through alone, all the time, sort of just alone. And I still yeah. to this day kind of navigate within friend groups and i nav i just but i'm very lone sort of wolf so So what you're saying is that people out there that might not have a a group of friends or best friends like yeah you can still have a fun successful life of course doing your own thing yes yes and when it comes to sexuality i i i cannot put i can't empathize or put myself into the shoes of nowadays and sexuality. Mm-hmm. But what I can do is know that you you can own your sexuality. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be traumatic or or a memory that causes this or, you know, I have to become an activist because I had this happen to me or mm-hmm. yeah. doesn't it has to just be part of this sexual journey and knowing and understanding the body. Like Right, I didn't have an orgasm then. It's not his fault, her fault, my fault. I just didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But did I get this from it? There's always a silver lining. And if this was a traumatic experience, or this made me feel like 10 days ago, mm-hmm. sex with my husband after 15 years when I'm in the toilet crying, is this anybody's fault? No. Mm-hmm. This is just emotions that you have to sit with and understand and process through. Yeah. And sure, I mean... 
communicate with friends if you have to. Um, look, if you've got uh, some mental health issues or you've got something, depression and things going on, of course, reach out mm-hmm. and talk to people. Good advice. Um, right. For me, fortunately, I don't. So I'm, I have a healthy sort of view on these things. I've got a lot of people to live for. Um, so <laughs> yeah. there's like things that... How do you like like, sit with find yourself? Yeah, sit with the emotion. Like, just love it. Like, I love my pain. I love my love. I love my aloneness, my lonesomeness. Or I even love my loneliness Mm -hmm. because there's a difference between the two. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, was I lonesome and lonely? Sex with my husband ten days ago? Yes, but was I also was my body like invigorated? And did I orgasm? Did I come? Yeah. Did I feel connected to my husband? Yeah. Did I feel like it opened up another like phase of our conversation that needed to happen? Yeah. So it's just sitting with all these different emotions and navigating through them in a mm. really sort of mature way that is that you can present yourself good to your family, to society, to your mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. That's stable and uh, that's it. For fuck's sake. We have, um, so our, one of our last parts of the podcast, we yeah. get our listeners to send in a question, a sex question for us all oh, to fat. answer. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> so this week's is, so I have a boyfriend who gives me great pleasure in the bedroom. He will literally go down on me forever. Mm. I love our sex, but I'm also a huge porn watcher. I love watching kink BDSM and I get so wet watching it. How can I introduce that into our sex? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'll even enjoy it myself, but I love watching it. Mm, take it away. Right. Okay. You're the right a, person. This to is ask a this. great question. Yeah. Lalo, sex expert. This here. is a great question. So, I mean, I th- has she introduced toys into the bedroom? I think that's the first question. Wait, hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So, for I mean, it's baby steps. So you can't yeah. go from like. Hey, it's just us having this intimate moment to, dude, I want you to like anal plug and whip me and put me like restrain <laughs> yeah. me. and Right. Yeah. So it has to be baby steps, especially with, I don't know the, the, the partner or the relationship, yeah, but sometimes um, men can feel a little bit inadequate if the communication yes. isn't sort of positioned in the right such way. such a big thing, actually. Yeah. Right? Quite often when you whip out a vibrator to simulate yourself during yes. sex, the guy's like, am I not good enough? Yes. yes. Like, and why can I not right. be? The Which is why we have to bring orgasm. in little, like, G-spot, like, yeah. G-spot stimulate. We can't bring in, like, the, you know, big old hustler, like, yeah. brown dildos. But yeah. the fact that you said it's all to do with communication, if you're not communicating yeah. it is properly. all about communication, mm-hmm. period. Like, yes. that's it. End of. Yes. Full stop. Whatever yeah. you want to say. Like that's <laughs> yes. that it's all about talking through it and baby steps. So introducing him to a toy or two and to the bedroom. And yeah. if he loves to go down on her, I would introduce the aura too, <laughs> which stimulates the it's like a oral sex stimulator. Mm, yeah. As a toy. It's pretty. It's not cumbersome. It is all Lalo to- toys are right. so pretty. That's what it is. It's pretty soon. It's not cumbersome. It's not like phallicy. It's not anything. It's just a beautiful little art piece. Yeah. That he's using to 
yeah to to play with his why partner why wouldn't you want to like involve extra things that are going to give your That's partner it. even yes. more pleasure then i would start going into sort of the bedroom accessories like mm-hmm. wet um handcuffs yeah excuse me bed restraints um ticklers uh-huh. Um, sensory play sensory I think that's play. a really good one to start yes. with as well because mm. it's quite like it's not like getting out a whip and like hurting someone yes. there's no pain involved yes but it's like a sort of introduction to that yeah. sort of thing it's like sensation that's and, right and control doesn't have to be all physical it yes. can be mental as well it can be you masturbate in front of me. Yes. You sit yes. down on the bed. You bend over for me. You touch your own. It, it yes. doesn't have to be physical and scary. Right. It can be really light and, and just. And airy and, and beautiful. Yeah. And communication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And do the things like let's spend, even if you put a timer on, 15 minutes. We're yeah. going to do 15 minutes of role play. Mm-hmm. That's it. Wow. Yeah, that's 15, hot. Right? Right. We'll do 15 minutes of role play. Like, yeah. I, it's like, what kind of porn do you watch? This is what I'm watching. Let's like compare and contrast and like yes. do 15 minutes of role play and see how we feel. Let's come back together. And then it becomes this sort of, like you say, ritual and sort of, and, and let it be light and airy. When it starts to go into sort of a dark place, then use your, your safe words. And you, you know, you start getting into a different phase. But it's still communication, It's still right? communication. Yeah. BDSM, mm. kink, anything anything porn is all about communication mm-hmm. with the right partner yes. and then you know if you're taking it with different if you're single and you want to have multiple partners so be it but still have the communication because you're in control mm-hmm. yes. when it starts slipping and it starts going to a different area and you feel out of control then i think then you go to a different place where you need to kind of seek some support Mm-hmm. some support because then it'll tap into insecurities that you may need to work on and yeah. things that may not be the best for your your mental state yeah. mm-hmm. it's good to have safe words isn't it always as well like when you start off with any of that sort always. of thing just like agree on a yes. safe word yes. if it's getting too much yes then just say yes. that word and it yes. will all stop and then that's when the aftercare starts yes we have a safe word when we started kind of delving into it a bit, yeah. it made him uncomfortable. So he hasn't done it in a while, but mm-hmm. safe words are great. Like yes. it's just what it is. And you come back together and sis, and then, yeah. cause even with a safe word, sometimes you can tear up cause it, Oh yeah. It's emotional. It, it goes to a place where like, where did this come from? Mm. Like what, what happened? Why yeah. am I tearing? Why, why, why am I crying? Yeah. It's like when you have a, a massage or acupuncture or anything, where or even a yoga, mm. a restorative yoga class, where it just hits you, where it's yeah. just like, why am I crying? Yeah. Where, yeah, exactly. where does it come from? I mean, a lot of that is hormones. I was, yeah. cry- I was like tearing up at Eroticon just hearing um, a lady talk about race and well stereotypes yes. and all the no- nasty yeah. words. And I was just like, I'm getting upset yeah, right yeah. now. <laughs> oh yeah, and this and this shit makes me really upset. Yeah. Yeah, and it there are certain things that do. So I, th- I think even humanity mm. at the end of the day boils down to communication yeah humanity, humanity. politics religion the world every day Whoa. like everything, <laughs> everything everything is how you communicate and word choices taking a beat taking a beat not I not 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 uh, speaking on emotion mm. think thinking before you speak it's all these like age old sort of common sense shit Mm -hmm. that we just you forget about 
Yeah. You forget about. That was good advice. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Really good advice. Fucking hell. Um, so we have a, a sex story from our listeners. Oh, love, yeah. Um, this is quite a short one. Um, slept with an ex who I still loved, and he said he hated me <gasps> during <gasps> I started crying. Oh my god, that's actually brutal. What the Wait, he fuck? said I hate you during sex. Yeah, but as a kink, is it though? Well, I don't know. I fucking hope it like was that. because surely as a kink you'd be like, okay, I'm gonna be, remember I'm gonna well. be quite negative to oh, you. But this is angry sex. Yeah, yeah. It's like he, he loves her. If you it's go like, back to your you, ex, I hate you. It's that sort of weird. Like, why did you break up in the first place? Uh. What's bringing your sex back together? And like, is it love? Is it like what? What mm. is that? Is that it's the pure passion, obviously, but it could be hate. Well, angry sex is fun, but like you have to both be on the same page. It's you so have to both be like, I fucking hate you i fucking hate you because if someone says i fucking hate you and then doesn't say it back yeah they you, still loved them as you've well you've got to understand that right it sounds a little bit dysfunctional uh-huh. yeah. del- we need to delve <laughs> deeper <laughs> like we need to figure out what's i'm with you like yeah. i hate you i hate you angry sex fine we've mm-hmm. got chemistry let's not deny it yeah. yeah let's do it and we don't have to we can part ways and this can be our arrangement yeah but this is a sounds to me a, a bit verbally abusive yeah one-sided it's really fucked this is why i don't think it is a good idea to sleep with exes because there's always going to be someone in that relationship was who was the person that was either dumped or like Mm. they dumped there was a reason generally most people can't sleep with an ex and not hold any kind of emotional unless it was like a really mutual mutual breakup yeah i think that's the only way that sex wouldn't really lead to any like hurt or extra added feelings sure. there are rare cases where it can happen you can have sex with an ex and it can be great and fun and platonic yeah, or yeah. you know there's no emotional feeling but there this is the mutual Most breakups of the time but this is mutual yeah, only com- mutual and communicative breakups, yeah. breakups. yeah, yeah. Again, back to the communication. Good, bring this in. Do you see what I'm saying? Where it is, and this is possible, and it's actually beautiful, where it's Mm -hmm. like, we've got needs, mama's gotta eat, daddy's (laughs) gotta eat, like, we have a thing and that we can't let go of. Yeah. And then, you know, but then it goes to another level. You know what? This actually reminds me of, in my first ever relationship, my boyfriend broke up with me. Um, This is the only person that's ever dumped me. I was, like, mortified. mortified i loved him so much i was like 16 oh babe it was horrible and then like he started talking to me again see i'm I'm getting emotional listening how many years later how many years later (laughs) a week later to the breakup he started talking to me again he was like oh should we hang out oh obviously i went back around to his house we were making out for half an hour and like or an hour it probably was longer and that we were sitting on his bed and i was just like so does this mean we're back together oh no poor little was like, no. and he was like no <laughs> and i just oh. burst crying and literally ran out his house his parents were like what what happened yeah like ran home and i never spoke to him again Fuck. Oh, that's not fair and your little soul i know i was so sad but i can just see her sweet little face on yeah. the couch like i'd just be like, like yeah please. i was literally like right back into like, i think i probably like ran upstairs to my bedroom and i like, sobbed in my bed oh the next week he was dating another girl what a bastard I and know. i know he's not even a bastard because he probably didn't even fucking know but yeah, he was idiot in the year below me as well so uh, oh my god a little god less damn. mature as well sure sure was he good looking 
I that's what you care so about at the time. Yeah, Did yeah. he look hot? Yeah. <laughs> Amal. Yeah, he was hot. He was like blonde. He had a nice like Roman nose. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, delish. Yeah. Yeah, delish. Yeah, but punish her really in there, right? Sad. <laughs> no, but it's never it, go back to an ex. No, that's but this is but this to me is such a darling story. I'm thinking, oh my yeah. God, have you have you ever done it successfully going back to an ex? The thing is, is like uh, everything always. My relationships always just fizzled because I would go on to, because I think the men, the boys, and the men that got together with me knew that it would always be something like very at the end like where i'm like i'm done or like dramatic <laughs> yeah just kind of like there was at uh, me i was not the best communicator like <laughs> with the one I, i've slept with two professors but the one that actually i had two the rela- professors oh my God. but the one that i actually I had you. the relationship <laughs> with for many years um yeah i ended up like we moved to los angeles together and he was um God, he was born in 1964, so he was about 15 years my senior. Ooh. Mm. And, and we, like, lived together, and I met another boy. I met a boy from the Bronx, a BMX biker boy that I just wow. like, fell in love with. I'm like, I'm moving in with you. And I moved everything out of Whoa. this man's apartment into this other one like this boy while he was on a trip yeah and he came home and he's just like where are you and then like a little bit later i'm just like i'm married i'm pregnant he's just like oh holy shit yeah (laughs) you know it's so that's kind of i'm i'm not easy either and i and i know this like i'm very like she's you I think that there's probably I've left a lot of men that are probably still very much in love with me. Ooh, I'm sure they not are. to be arrogant, not to have an ego, but I probably have. Where I'm just like, you're may own it, own that yeah. shit. Yeah, as painful as that is, and that's what it is, and that's yeah. And I don't want to be a heartbreaker, but it's always just like this has been really great, and this has been yeah. You've been a lover. You've got to live your life. That's it. You've been my lesson. You've been my mm. moving on, <laughs> and I'm sort of in a dramatic way. Less, but remember, I've been married for a long time though too. So this is more like twen- in my twenties, like yeah. teens and twenties, and yeah. my teens and twenties. Really, mm-hmm. it's what it was. When you kind of you're supposed to do that. Regretfully, I think it's time to say fuck off. <laughs> uh, it sounds awful, <laughs> and we've I loved know. having you on here so I much. Talk all night. I literally, oh, I don't want this to stop. Like, but like five more glasses of wine and just <laughs> yeah. talk about our like sexual histories. <gasps> I love you, girl. You've been, I love you too. You've been amazing. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for coming on. Good. I. This has been an honor, and I will do it again. Just yeah. invite yes. me anytime. Oh, yes. absolutely. Anytime. Anytime you want to talk about anything. Yeah, you've been po- incredible. Postpartum, sex, mothering, milfing, oh, yeah. sexing. Mil- you've had, you've got so much information in there. It's like there's just not enough time in the world. I was to like, go. honey, we can yeah. we could do a whole thing on milfing. Oh, baby. <laughs> well, okay, for our listeners, where yes. can they find you? How can they know about? Oh you? God, it's so funny. I, well, <laughs> uh, I'm on Instagram, <laughs> so it's at Cameron uh, Long L O N G underscore Tell T E L. Um, that's it that's my Instagram where you can find me there and it's really uneventful but quite uh, satisfying for those that (laughs) want to follow the life of a sex toy mother of four with a hot black French husband mm. yeah. traveling around the world together. There's that. So exciting. Inspiration. Um, yeah. yeah, totally. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm on Facebook, Cameron yeah. Longtail. If you want to find me there, really quite simple. I just mainly share like 
really liberal political views. Yes. Nothing exciting. <laughs> um, but I'm not on anything else. I mean, but Lalo, I mean, you can find Lalo, Selfridges, Coco de Mer, and I'm always happy to answer any questions if you have amazing to- uh, questions about toys or bringing in sex toys in the bedroom or... Um, you're full of so much like amazing information life experience that no one um, can ever have oh my god I love you girl <laughs> oh, thank you for having please, me please everyone subscribe to our podcast leave us a review and give us a good rating oh please. yeah if this has been your favourite episode definitely put five stars <laughs> <laughs> I know you will thank do you. it thank you <laughs> thank you so much bye guys bye, bye. bye.